Hello, everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on True Story FM. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, everyone. Hello, Pete Wright. Nikki, I'm I'm just, I'm a little bit gobsmacked that this game exists. I don't understand how it exists. I don't understand how it works, uh, but it exists. We're talking today about the, I, about a number of different things, but one that, that this game exists for for kids. It started as a, a game that is prescription game, video mm-hmm. game. I can't like how does that even work? We're talking about Endeavor RX and Endeavor OTC, and I'm so excited that we're we're, we're going to be talking to the CEO of the company behind it and all the fantastic stuff that they are doing in this space and beyond this space. They do an awful lot. Um, have you have you played it yet? Have you spent the morning playing it? No, I have not. I have okay. not. So I'm new. going in as a listener, all you right. know, trying That's to figure great. out what it is. But I have a feeling we are going to have our oh questions goodness. answered. Oh my goodness! I played it so hard. <laughs> I've avoided so many spiky things. And your son too. Oh I my understand. god! We both done our our session today, and oh man, it's hard. It's it's right. a little. It's hard to put down. I don't understand why it does that to me, but it's hard to put down. Anyway, we're going to be talking all about it. Uh, before we do that, though, you know the drill. Head over to takecontroladhd.com to get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website, or subscribe to our mailing list, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest at Take Control ADHD. But to really connect with us, join us at the ADHD Discord community. Uh, it's easy to sign up. You can jump into the general community chat channel at TakeControlADHD.com slash Discord. You will be whisked over to the general invitation and login. If you're looking for a little bit more, if the show has ever touched you in a way that helps you live your life differently with your ADHD, uh, we'd you can check us out on Patreon. Patreon is listener-supported podcasting. For a few bucks a month, you can get access to your very own uh, podcast feed. You get early access to all of our shows with extra bonus content, Q&A with guests, all that kind of stuff. And today, I don't, I'm actually, I might be premature in saying this out loud, but I'm going to do it. Caution, meet wind. Apparently, Patreon now at long last syncs with Spotify. Spotify listeners, I have flipped the switch. If you are interested in checking out apparently in Spotify now, if you're a Patreon, you sign in with Patreon. If you sign in with the same account, somehow magic happens and you'll see a little lock next to all of our shows in Patreon. And there will be a link to sign up to get the member version of the show in Patreon. I don't know, magic. But now it exists. It has been the one holdout for our member community for those who listen to the show in uh, it, listen to their podcasts in Spotify. Now the member patron feed is in Spotify. Magic has right. happened. I don't know. We'll see. Let me know if you have any trouble. Find me in Discord. You know how to DM me there. Okay. Uh, Patreon.com slash the ADHD podcast to learn more and sign up. Did I say that already? That's what it is. Okay, everybody, you know what time it is. I mean it. It is time for me to talk about my favorite invisible tool in my tech tool stack. It's Text Expander. It's always there running in the background, just waiting for me to type my sweet, sweet abbreviations or snippets in Text Expander speak. And when Text Expander sees my snippets, it just goes to work, instantly expanding from just a few characters on my keyboard to words, sentences, paragraphs, entire pages of text. Now, it's August, and I have a very quick tip for you review your snippets. You know the deal. You drop something in the library and you never look at it again, but invariably, 
some snippets have made themselves obsolete. So take the time right now. Everything's slowing down a little bit this summer. You're coming back from your vacations. You're back to work, but aren't quite ramped up. Settle in with Text Expander for just a bit. Review that library and make sure it is all clean and accurate and set yourself up for a terrific fall ahead. And it's not just you that's going to thank you. It's your team. It's your family. Anybody you share Text Expander with, they're going to thank you too because your knowledge is your team's knowledge and it's all at their fingertips too. Get your whole team on the same page by getting information out of silos and into the hands of everyone that needs to use it. You can share your team's knowledge across departments so your team is sending a unified message to your customers and isn't spending time reinventing the wheel. Now, you know Text Expander is available on Mac and Windows and Chrome and iPhone and iPad. And for listeners of the ADHD podcast, you can get 20% off your first year of service. Just visit TakeControlADHD.com slash TextExpander and you'll be whisked over to our page on their site where you can get started. Again, if you get started now, you'll save 20% off your subscription. The way we work is changing rapidly. Make work work the way your brain works by saying more and less time with less effort using Text Expander. Our massive thanks to the Text Expander team for sponsoring the ADHD podcast and to you for clicking on those links and checking it out. We are continuing our series on gaming and ADHD this week. So far, we've explored how gaming ignites creativity and can expand perspectives and horizons. But what if we told you there was a game that is designed and built expressly to aid in treatment of attention disorders? That is Endeavor OTC, the latest release from Akili Interactive. This is a company that cut its teeth on the FDA-authorized pediatric game Endeavor RX, the first and only prescription treatment delivered through video game. With Endeavor OTC, they're looking to help adults. Eddie Martucci is the CEO of Achillean, joins us today to talk about the game, how it works, and what it just might be able to do for you. Eddie, welcome to the ADHD podcast. Thank you, Pete. Happy to be here. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Nikki. It's, it's sometimes it's hard to come to, for me to come to these shows in a state of mind being blown. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right? Like, I, I have been playing the game all morning and, and I'm eager to talk about it. But I have to ask first, from the looks of it, you should be in a pharmacology lab. What what is a guy who spent his academic years in biophysics and biochemistry doing at a, a game company? It's, it goes farther than that. I grew up in a pharmacy. So my uh, my dad is actually still a practicing pharmacist. And we had Martucci's Family Pharmacy in West Hartford, Connecticut. So wow. I grew up, my job all, all growing up was, was uh, medication, which is awesome. And then I went to college and grad school to do the same. Um, what really got me is I was partway through my, my uh, doctoral work in grad school. And I met some entrepreneurs who had taken new innovations and instead of being the ones researching them deeply, had taken new innovations and started companies out of them. And that just like that concept and talking to a few people, it caught me. It was like the hook set in. And uh, and so I started working with a group right after school um, here in Boston called PureTech who builds companies. And um I think the the kind of jump from pharmacology and and medication into something totally different 
once we go through this, hopefully at the end of our talking, it won't seem so crazy. But it's really what started to capture my interest is we in society can put such a restrictive box on what we call medicine, but you can take the same level of rigor and the same level of like inspiration and amazing science and apply that to anything that helps people and validate it. Uh, it doesn't have to just be a pill. And so that's what really got me interested. As soon as we said, whoa, this can be done in software, uh, I was all in. Done in software. And that's one of the things that I love so much about just talking about this treatment delivered through a video game, right? Like it can be delivered through an injection or a pill or <laughs> nutrition, right? I mean, it could be diet, it could be all these things, but you're right. We do put pills on a special platter. Uh, it right. feels like a special pedestal. So uh, you, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Just before we dig in strictly to the game, as somebody who uh, lived with a, uh, his own dose of COVID brain fog, you're, you're doing research on all kinds of stuff outside of this at at, at Killy, right? That's right. Yeah, we started and, and our whole company is built around trying to treat cognitive conditions or, or rather to address and help um, people with different types of cognitive conditions and really focused on attention and speed of processing. Um, and those, those issues or what people want help on exist. Obviously, ADHD is, is a big one that people look for help in. But um, really, almost anything that touches the brain, um, different conditions, whether they're chronic or acute, like a COVID infection, um, can can lead to at least for some people to have real serious impairments in these areas. And um, and so I'll tell you about the technology. But yes, we've done research in I think at this point nine different um, patient populations, um, including COVID. We have some ongoing work uh, with results coming out soon there. Um, and it's a, it's really amazing. Software is pretty malleable so that, uh, you know, it, it doesn't actually depend as much on the quote unquote disease label as much as it depends on like, what are people struggling with and, and what can we help them with? Uh, okay. So the game, um, yeah. when you talk about the game, you know, we have two things going on here, right? We have Endeavor RX, which I, I feel like we should talk about first, right? Even though sure. our audience, we, we don't have kids in our audience, but we do have parents. Let's talk about what Endeavor RX is uh, and, and how it purports to help kids. What are you doing to help kids? Yes, great. Yeah. Uh, and I'm glad you set up at the beginning, the pills have their own pedestal, right? Yeah. So medications we tend to put on a pedestal. We say that's medicine and everything else maybe can help you. Mm -hmm. When we started Achilles, um, we said, myself and my co-founders, and now probably every employee in our life over the last 10 years has said, our, one of our kind of North Star goals is that we bring software-based medicine, meaning something that is delivered entirely through software, but really treats you. We bring that at the same level, the same pedestal as, as pills and medicine. And the way you do that is by running, first of all, getting a technology that actually works <laughs> and mm -hmm. then validating it in clinical trials. And so Endeavor RX is the outcome of about a decade of, of research, probably two decades of research if you follow it back to its core technology. And this product is, you're right, it's delivered as a mobile video game. It looks and feels like a racing video game. But what's going on is every second of the experience, and you can talk to this now, Pete, having used the version, um, Every second of the experience is actually running a patented algorithm that we licensed out of uh, University of Cali California, San Francisco, which uh, 
puts things on the screen and makes you respond to what's going on in this racing game in such a way that it activates the part of your brain that controls attention. So it's called the midline prefrontal cortex. So it kind of is a small area that sits in the middle frontal part of your brain. And that's the part of your brain that really governs like how much attention capacity you have. How do you apply your attention to things you want to do or sometimes don't want to do, but have to do. And uh, the way this works is you kind of feel like you're playing a game that gets progressively harder. Um, but what's happening is it's designed to stimulate that part of your brain over and over and over and force you to have to, for lack of a better term, exercise that muscle. Um, and so that algorithm has been validated in, at this point, dozens of clinical trials. We ran a long clinical trial program comparing it to another game. Um, we've compared it to treatment as usual. And uh, and then we took it all the way through the FDA. So Endeavor RX is a video game that's on mobile devices, phones, tablets, uh, iPhone and Android, but it's available only through a prescription from a doctor, pediatrician or psychiatrist, um, and soon psychologist. Um, and and that prescription unlocks this mobile video game treatment. So and that's I can get into the whole background of why that is, but that's what Endeavor RX is, and it's made, meant for children eight to 12 years old who have ADHD. And we've got uh, work under review with the FDA to hopefully expand that label to all teenagers. So I have, a, I have a question. So I noticed in the bio that the FDA clearance and CE mark approval in Europe, mm -hmm. is that also in the US too? Yeah, FDA is US approval. It's all the same. That's what okay. FDA means. Just by a random, one of the most random coincidences, the FDA approval, which is United States and the CE mark, which is Europe, happened to come the exact same day. I like oh, totally wow. after years and years of research and working with regulatory authorities, literally the same day. So, but total coincidence. So no, those are two separate. So we, we actively are commercial. We sell the product here in the US. We don't do that yet in Europe, but it is also the only European approved uh, video game treatment, US and Europe. So is it a pretty common, I mean, are you finding that a lot of doctors and psychologists are, or psychiatrists or whoever's be, whoever is able to prescribe this to people, is it, is it common or is this still like a very new idea? It's new. So we've, um, we launched a very small sales force around 20 to 25 people, um, uh, three quarters ago. So at the end of last year, Okay. And what we've been doing with that sales force is this is a medical sales force. So they are out there every day educating doctors. But there's like a hundred thousand, you know, pediatricians and specialty psychiatrists that yeah. treat pediatric ADHD. So um it's slow and steady. Awareness sure. is out there. Um I about every month, about half of our uh, under half of our prescriptions, but it's a substantial amount, do happen to come from people that we've never had a sales interaction with. So doctors are hearing about it, but mm. by and large, um, it's an education effort, just like any new medicine. That's, so if yeah. somebody listening to this, they could actually bring the attention to their doctor and say, Hey, I, I heard this on a podcast. It sounds really interesting. Can, if they don't know about it, they can look into it then. Oh yeah. If they have a child that they think mm -hmm. this is a fit for, I mean, EndeavorRx.com is like, has a ton of information, including, um, a, a re, we, we did a lot of work to give a couple handouts and simple things that you can print out to take to your doctor and talk about it. Oh, great. Um, so yes, there's, there's a ton of information there for anyone that has a, uh, a, a kiddo that they feel like this could be a really good option for. 
Well, mm-hmm. and that that gets to uh, to a question that I I have around just getting professionals to take it seriously as an alternative for their kids, right? Which is this is a new thing, right? This is a I don't know of any other. I mean, you would know any other games as like prescription based games. Is that it's is that a market one. that already exists? This is the only one. Nope, the only one. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's amazing, right? Like yeah. somebody's got to climb Everest first. So right. uh, so. <laughs> ha- ha- what do they what do they say to you when you walk into a, a door to a doctor and say, OK, I need you to prescribe this video game? Like, what do they say before they close the door when you're on your way? Out? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not as bad as you might think. You're, you're right. There's resistance and and docs are busy. Um, you know, the, our medical system kind of forces docs to churn through patients. Yeah. So there's not a lot of airtime um, to, to educate about new things. Um, there's always a little bit of hesitation and a little bit of intrigue, right? So, and the hesitation, of course, is because, like you said, it's the only thing like it. The intrigue or the acceptance is because they're like, yeah, we know that what people are looking for, they're, they're essentially not satisfied with the limited options we have today, which essentially are medication and behavioral therapy for like the very small percent of Americans that can find good and afford good behavioral therapy. So, they know that that's a huge need. And so there's like open-mindedness. Um, where the conversation changes is the clinical data. So the reason we spent the better part of a decade, you know, we were very rare as a technology and software company. We got a lot of pressure from investors and others to just put a product out, just put something out, right? That's Don't worry about the validation. Better part of a decade is a lot of runway though. It's, it's a long time. We had, to, we had to put a lot of money into this because we wanted to validate it. We wanted to prove to ourselves, to patients, to doctors that this worked. And so we have in our FDA label, we have five different clinical trials. Uh, two of them are randomized controlled trials where you're you know, randomizing patients. So the gold standard of clinical trial mm-hmm. evidence. And we see things like after two months um, in these trials that about 70, high 60s percent, so about 70 percent of uh, children their daily life functional impairments have improved clinically, right? Clinically meaningful response, like a big jump up, like the things that hold them back in daily life are getting significantly better. Um, and so when, and there's a whole bunch of other, you know, clinical outcomes that we can share that were studied. So when we show the data that, you know, this is studied just like a drug, this was run through clinical trials, just like a drug, but it's different. It has a much better safety profile. Uh, it can, and then here's the, here's the really cool thing. It's you don't have to choose this or drug. It can be used along with medication. We have the clinical data to show that too. The conversation changes. So I think data and evidence has always been the thing that, you know, opens doors in medicine. And that's that's why we've invested in it. And, you know, it's it's slow and steady is how I'd call it right now. You know, we convert um, a, a couple hundred at this point. It's, you know, a few to like 500 new docs a month they're starting to prescribe and that's pretty steady over the last mm-hmm. nine months so it's it's good it's slow and steady mm-hmm. let's, let's go back to the the how does it work part because here sure. i've been i've been playing the game uh, as i told you i did my session this morning and, and we should set up a little bit the uh, your recommended uh, guidance on the game is five sessions per week uh, each session 20 to 25 minutes of play is that right Yes, that's right. And with the prescription product, it's a little more regimented. Um, we haven't talked about yet. I'm sure we will. Right. The Endeavor OTC, which we can when you're ready. Um, and that is more of a guidance. But yes, you, you don't have to play it every day. But the more consistently you play it, the better. It doesn't seem to need more than about 25 minutes. And the game kind of cuts you off when you're done for the day. Okay. So it's, a, it's, got, it's like Wordle, 
you get one shot. You get your 25 <laughs> minutes and then you're done. That's great. Yeah, that's I guess really good for me too. It's really good for people like me. Uh, so what is like? I've I've collected my magical creatures. I've got a few of them under my belt. I've been avoiding spiky things. I've been hitting my magnet to bring the speed pads toward me. I'm doing all the things. You you told me that it's triggering my that that focus center in my game in in my brain in my yeah. game. I'm all in, uh, <laughs> but. It, it, is it getting harder or am, is it just testing me to the point of like mental fatigue? Both. So we have a whole set of algorithms that we've patented over this decade of research. And um, what it does is it actually gets you to that, we call it the threshold point, right? Your okay. threshold point where you're like just able to, and you probably felt this, you're just able to do the task, but man, it's like right on the edge, right? It could yeah. fall off at any moment. Um, and as you conquer that, the game subtly and in a personalized way, it's different for everybody who plays, it subtly works the difficulty up. So what's pretty amazing is what you're doing now, which is you're, you know, you're driving an alien, you're catching creatures, it's kind of fast, it feels fast to you today. And mm -hmm. if you stick with this with Endeavor OTC, the non-prescription version that you're probably using, if you stick with this for a couple of weeks, your world will be far more complex. There will be like five different things that you're trying to do and make decisions on. And you'll probably be going about twice as fast, but it will still be right at the edge of your difficulty level. So what that means is your brain is processing that much more zoned in or focused and at a higher level. And the game just continually adapts to it. So the example I always give is like, imagine you had a treadmill because people can understand this mm -hmm. a little better. Imagine you wanted to train for a marathon. And every day you got on the treadmill and it knew exactly where you were that day in terms of like you're right at the edge of your ability level and where it needed to push your legs and your lungs. And it just incremented or up or down the difficulty every moment over mm -hmm. the course of the month, it would get faster and faster, but you would just feel like it was kind of a smooth progression, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it absolutely does. And I get I mean, it, it's one of those things like that level of fatigue is, uh, is real, like, I, you have me doing yes. so many things so yes. quickly, like it already feels like, how did they train me in this game to use <laughs> both my thumbs and my fingers and the steering the tilting of the device and all of the things at once, it already feels like a level of complexity that, uh, but but it's, I, <laughs> I can't quite describe, and I'm somebody who plays games, and I can't quite describe <laughs> how this feels a little bit different. It tickles, I think I can scratches help. a different itch. Let me try, um, and then you tell me if I'm way off or if maybe I'm I'm getting into it. Um, and I think the reason is it is hard. It's meant to be hard. Most video games have, um, in some ways, almost all video games are in some way a choose your own adventure, right? Not, and I don't mean adventure in like story mode, but I mm -hmm. mean, in whatever thing you have to do, there's a couple different ways you can get there, right? And you, and what humans tend to do is choose the path of least resistance or the path that seems most amenable to them, right? That they resonate with the most. Right. What Endeavor OTC and Endeavor X do is forces you to do the thing that is hardest. So yeah. the reason you're saying it feels complex is every moment of the experience, if you, so for people that don't have a visual, you're tilting the screen to drive a character and you're catching things on the screen by tapping. Let's say that you're getting really good at tapping and your brain starts to say, you know what, I'm just going to start to ignore the driving a little bit so I can tap these things. The driving thing goes, uh-uh, 
<laughs> and the rewards and the rewards actually reconfigure to force you to make sure you're still driving at your peak ability. So yeah. I think that's why it's unique. It is unique in that it's it can be difficult. Like not every single day of, you know, people getting treatment are they loving it because it's hard, you know, sometimes right. it's like a workout. But what people will say is they'll often equate it to a workout. They'll say, "Wow, I feel worked out." But after like a couple of days or weeks, they're like, you know, A, I look forward to it, just like you might look forward to getting out there and pushing yourself on something mm-hmm. that you want to do. And, you know, once a couple of weeks are by and people start to see the results, uh, it's really rewarding because not only is it helping you, but you've, you've put in the work to actually do this. I, that's the thing I love the most about these products is you're doing it. Yes. We're not giving a pill that magically works. You're actually putting in the work. You're conquering what you wanted to conquer. We just gave you a video game to help. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about like what happens in the real, like the real world, right? So here we are playing this game, which with ADHD, I can imagine that they're going to be a high dopamine level is going to be high, right? That dopamine is going to be high, just playing something, playing a game. So you're teaching them to make those decisions, to focus, to have that attention. But how does that go into the real world where I don't want to check my mail, or I don't want to do my dishes, or I don't want to pay my taxes. Like, how does that help? Or stay focused in meetings or stay, yeah, like all of that. Right, right. Yeah, totally. No, it's a great question. So the whole key behind what we did and why we spent all this time was it doesn't help anyone if you just get better at the game. So this technology, which had been developed over a decade, like I mentioned, um, this was built to build the muscle that gives you the ability to do things in daily life. So all of our clinical outcomes for our FDA approved product that is the prescription in kids for Endeavor OTC, which is available without a prescription for adults, um, that we just ran a clinical trial and, and released those results a couple months ago. All of the clinical trial results are on gold standard assessments that are outside of the game itself, that are in daily life or in the real world. And the way it works is because when it strengthens that part of the brain, just like go back to that running analogy, Mm -hmm. right? If you, if you train enough on the treadmill and you really beef up your legs and your lungs, you can go do a bunch of things in daily life better. Same analogy here. We're building that part of the brain. And so all the clinical outcomes we have are things like, how has this helped you in daily life? Or, um, or how has this actually, you know, specifically benefited in the things that you want to do better on in daily life? So I'll give you a little read, an example here. Um, generally, we, there's a scale in the adult trials. There's a, a scale in the clinical trials. It's a well sort of accepted and credible scale of quality of life. And what that means is forget the game, forget the treatment you're on. How has your day-to-day quality of life changed? And 70% of adults after just six weeks of using this treatment had a clinically meaningful improvement in day-to-day quality of life. That's wow. cool. But to get specific, and this is really where you're asking, some of the biggest um, areas that improved the highest percent of people after just six weeks were things like completing projects. Mm -hmm. So people would report, I've never completed projects before. Now I'm completing projects. Uh, Balancing multiple tasks at at once, people who have busy jobs. Um, Keeping track of important items. That really pops up a lot where like my keys, my wallet, um, these are all things that are measured on these clinical scales and, and they improved in a pretty dramatic way. Um, so that's that's kind of what 
you know, everybody's different. And we just like any medical product, you can't guarantee results for everybody. Sure. But those are the types of outcomes that in general we see after six weeks of, of use of these products. Do you have anything that goes longer than that, right? You're focused on six weeks, mm. but are we, do you have any results at six months? Yeah, we have. So um, we have a couple different things. So this is meant to be, I call it chronic, but episodic. So we don't want to say this is a video game you have to use five days a week for the rest of your life. <laughs> that's not, that's not yeah. the intent here. The intent is you're building up you know, strength in this attention functioning that will last you some time. Um, but it is meant to be episodic, right? Just like, again, I, I guess on this podcast, I keep going back to muscle building, mm -hmm. but it fits mm -hmm. here is you would not expect to like maintain muscle building if you do an intense training session for a few weeks or months, and then you give up forever. So, but yeah. once you do it, you get it for some period of time. So what we've seen in kids, for instance, with Endeavor RX in clinical trials is after a month of treatment, if you take a full month off, most of those effects maintain. You get a little bit of slippage back to baseline, but mm -hmm. you're still clinically better than you were uh, two months before, before you even started the treatment. So you can take at least a month off. Uh, in some of our clinical trials, we've seen you know a month, a few months, sometimes out to six months, but I think that's probably more rare. So the the paradigm that we're continuing to research is use this for four to six weeks, take a break if you need to, even within weeks, you can take a break of a day mm -hmm. or two here and there. Um, take a break once you've done your forward six weeks and then come back to it a couple weeks later. And that can be kind of the on off thing that um, that might be the most effective for people long term. We've been talking about game gamifying things, you know, for the last few weeks in this series. And Pete, what I wanted to direct to you is it feels like this game is a great addition to trying to gamify your life, right? Mm -hmm. So we talk about, you know, how do you get, how can you put a game around doing chores so that it's more engaging, it's more fun, it's more of right. a challenge. And I see this game, I can just imagine playing the game for six weeks and then going into the real world, real life, and then trying to make a game out of it, just like I was playing, you know, like I <laughs> yeah. can see the momentum building because it's like, okay, I've got this great space of how to pay attention and I can just keep doing that. It just feels like a really great addition. You know, it was interesting, just my first experience with it after playing for even 25 minutes, like I put the game down, I, I noticed that that feeling of exhaustion, like I just finished a, a good rowing workout or something, right? Like I'm just, I feel kind of tired. But also, there's the inverse relationship of feeling charged batteries, like I'm kind of excited, I put it down and I'm, am I? just like totally gaslighting myself, I feel like I'm really excited to do what's next. Like, uh, you know, it's kind of easy to be in, skeptical. Right? It's easy to be skeptical about something like this, right? Because sure. you hear so many other services that that attempt to tune your brain and have been debunked in some way, shape or form, right? So totally. Uh, when I when I look at when I play this and feel myself having that charged battery experience, I I wonder if I'm if I'm just lying to myself. Well, that this is exactly why we invested in running real clinical trials yeah. and actually having a differentiated, you know, very specific patented technology because I think you're right and people are right to be skeptical. There's a lot of just junk out there that will purport to help you. Um we did all the clinical research so that 
people when they say, man, is this really helping me like this? We can point you right back to the clinical trials and say, probably, because look at the clinical yeah, trial result. Right. Um, it's so interesting, Nikki, your, your point about can you take what you're kind of experiencing here, the concept of it into your daily life? So I've been told it's one of the most rewarding things a few times recently, like Endeavor OTC, the non-prescription product that is available today for purchase on the App Store um, in Apple today. We'll bring Android soon. Uh, I've been, it's only been out about eight weeks at, at the time we're recording this. So um, we're getting kind of like the earliest read on on the early users. And I'm hearing some of the coolest things and talking with people. And I think there's even a few reviews on the App Store about this, where people are saying, I find myself in daily life saying, um, okay, here we go. Just like I'm about to catch that fish. <laughs> yeah, and they're, totally. they're kind of like zoning themselves into what they're yeah. used to doing in the game. They're like referencing yeah. that to say, all right, uh, I got to get that fish that's slipping away. So time to like charge up my hovercraft. And they're they're yeah. kind of using those as anchors in their daily life and slipping into the right focus zone. And that's mop, pretty cool. Mop yeah. that bathroom as fast as I can. As fast as I can, <laughs> right. You got to get the, yeah, the, the totally. speedo, yeah. speedo pad. Look, I, so you, you brought up the, the OTC. That is, people have already been asking questions in the thing. Like, so, oh, well, it's prescription only. But wait, 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 there's more. Eight right. weeks, it's been out. By the time people hear this, it'll have been about 10 weeks. Um, and uh, that is the OTC version. Anybody can get it. It is a paid game. You get a, a seven-day trial if you pay annually. Um, and we'll talk about pricing in a minute. But first and foremost, what is the difference between the OTC version, besides it's being able to be played by adults 18 and older, what's the difference in function? Great question. So... Uh, First thing, I've mentioned the name a couple of times, but I probably forgot to define the OTC. So yeah. OTC, it stands for over the counter. Mm -hmm. And what it's referencing is like, you know, Prilosec OTC or Claritin OTC, right? So based on the exact same technology as this, as the first and only prescription video game, our product, but available, quote unquote, over the counter, in this case, over your app store um, for direct purchase. So that's why it's called that. Um, the game is very similar, the core game, the core technology, because the, the tech inside, all the algorithms I were talking about, I was talking about, mm -hmm. identical. Has right. to be identical because that's what that's the engine. is really that's the engine. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um the even the delivery of the game itself, when we got our clinical trial results in adults and uh, adults with ADHD, they were so good. <laughs> they were even better than in kids, frankly. And we're in a moment where, you know, because of a shortage of ADHD medication and because of what's happening out in the market of people talking about it, adults with ADHD are really seeking new options. So we decided to get this out quick. And so what we did was we essentially put the version of the game that is the pediatric game, we put that on the market, but we, we made some big differences. So we stripped out all of the stuff that connects the data flow to, for instance, the doctor all of the things that you need to do to get the prescription. So all of those tracking features. There's actually an app for the prescription product that feeds, pulls data and feeds data into the product, but really pulls data from the treatment so that parents can look at it. So it's like a monitoring app that's gone. So it's really stripped down to just the core game and engine that has the clinical benefits. Um, that's where it is today, sort of as of, you know, eight or 10 weeks on the market. But uh, we're already differentiating those products. So we're, we're releasing updates very soon that will allow uh, scoring and progress tracking that are very specific to the adult product because adults want to have a really simple way to see what's my focus and how do I track that over time. 
Uh, and then there will be continual theme and updates that, uh, for lack of a better word, start to age it up <laughs> for what yeah. for what adults really want to do. But I don't know, as, as you've said, Pete, and experienced, um, some adults really like this interface, even yeah. though the even the game itself is designed for kids, but it, it'll change over time. There's a there's a sort of frivolity to it that keeps there it is. separate from the other stuff I do in my day and other games that I play. Right. Like it, right. it is just it, it seems uh, it I, I think that the design of it brings me in because it looks so different than other stuff yeah. I play. Um, we don't want that to change. I, I think this this next question will be interesting to maybe a very small subset of a subset of our listeners, but I'm going to ask <laughs> it anyway. Um, any indications as to whether you're able to tie this game into the the platform health apps like Apple Health, or as you say, when you bring it to Android, Google Health? Maybe. So once we have, uh, so it's interesting, it's not kind of on our highest priority roadmap. Really yeah. what we're focused on is what do users, patients in the market, customers, what do they want to see in the product like ASAP mm -hmm. um, to help them and and basically, what are the features that will help them best maximize their first six weeks of treatment and then their, you know, their ongoing after that. So um, as you alluded to, for the vast majority of users, that's not those types of tracking features. So right. they're a little bit lower on our list. I do think as we collect more and more data, right, um, and there we have kind of, you know, thousands of users already right now, and I think that will hopefully grow dramatically. Um, I do think we'll have a lot of really fascinating data to do population analyses and benchmarking. And so at that point, it could make a lot of sense to think about, you know, the, the scoring and the metrics we have in the product. You know, there's kind of nothing in your in your health kit stuff that reads out on your brain function. So maybe this is the first. Um, yeah. But we're, that's not in there today. <laughs> Just to okay. be clear. Yeah. Um, I, OK, so pricing, um, the thing for the, the the pricing for the over the counter. Um, it's it's not priced like another game in the app store for sure. It is priced maybe closer to medication, <laughs> somewhere, uh, somewhere in between. Yeah. It, it's in the it's in the ballpark. Talk to us about about your pricing model and what 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 is the thinking that went into pricing it the way you you priced it in the app store. Sure. Yeah, the way it is priced today, and by the way, it is varying because we're in we're still in these early days of kind of testing and optimizing what we think is is the best pricing and pricing model. Um, where it sits today is that um, if people sign up for a year plan, it equates to less than $15 a month. That's mm -hmm. kind of where it is and will likely stay for the near future. Um, it's a little bit more expensive that, than that on a monthly basis if people, you know, but they don't have to sign up for the full year. But, you know, some yeah. sometimes in the $20 or $25 a month um, for the uh, for the, you know, if you're just going month to month. Um, like you said, we're testing. We have most uh, most consumers today will get the option for a free trial. That's really important to us. Um, and so most people that go on will be served a kind of free trial where you can try this for seven days um, and then convert in if you're if you're liking it and seeing the benefit. Um, the reason we thought about this pricing model is that this is um, it is a medical product. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's it's not a it's not a video game that, you know, is that in fact, we don't even want people who want to pick it up for a day or two and then put it down like that's not what we're, we're not trying to have someone that wants to do something fun on the train while they're bored for a day we're really trying to serve a person who says i want this as an important part of my life and it's going to help me in my treatment journey so um we we don't didn't want this to be as expensive as 
medication. Um, but uh, but we do think it's really important that it's viewed as a medical product. And it's a powerful patented technology that really does lead to strong clinical benefits. Mm-hmm. Has there been any discussion or is uh, maybe you know off the top of your head or can you use HSA funds, health savings accounts to to pay for this stuff? I, I Is it? Yep. You know, if yep. it's prescribed, so I imagine it is, but yeah, Endeavor RX for sure, and and also Endeavor OTC mm-hmm. um, should be covered. You know, we can't guarantee a hundred percent, but it should be covered by most um, healthcare spending accounts, um, as as almost all OTC products are. Um, so I think that's that's also really valuable um, when people think about it. It's, it's interesting. Sometimes we get feedback that um, often we think you know medicine. Um, and so we think about co-pays and what's my willingness to pay there. But then sometimes people think about this in the fitness realm as well and, you know, or meditation and fitness meditation apps. And I think, interestingly, all of those things really do coalesce around a similar price yeah. on a per month basis. Yeah. So um, if, if they're meant to be really deeply used and have real benefit in your life. So that's how we're thinking about well, it. Well, and yeah. that's the the sort of cognitive challenge, right? If you're just coming to the game with experience in games, this looks like a casual game on the right. surface, right? And You're that totally means right. it's competing with other casual games that don't cost like that, right? <laughs> You're, <laughs> you were dead on. That's yeah. why we want to get the word out in forums like this. So thank you guys. But yes, sure. 100% is there. there's an education hurdle and that's on us to make sure that we sort of show customers um, why, and and we do get you know feedback. It's, it's the minority, but we get feedback where people Maybe we haven't made it as clear how right. this is studies that it's based on an FDA approved product. Um, and maybe it looks a little too much like a casual game. So the more we can spread and get the word out, the more I think everyone will be satisfied and happy. Well, and we all know that App Store reviews are really a bastion of intellectual <laughs> uh, prowess. I'm sure no people problem. have spent a lot of thought, <laughs> a lot of time thinking about their words before they jot them into an App Store review. So I'm sure you have a lot to work with. Uh, I, I think it's just fascinating. Nikki, I've monopolized now with my nerd talk. Did you have another question? I feel like I've interrupted. No, this is great. Time. I'm excited to go and or uh, play with it a little bit and check I, it out. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I I feel like uh like just my experience with it this morning that battery charged feeling, that sort of electric feeling, uh I I want that again. Mm. I want to have that again. So I am grateful for the free trial. I I should we absolutely are are on board like anybody else just in case you you know are worried about how we're using the game. I've got the free trial and I am I am seriously thinking about this as a way to augment my own daily practices. And something I would add too, as you know, somebody who works with a lot of ADHDers, uh, it's always good to have another treatment. Mm-hmm. There's all, it's always good to look at how else, you know, what else can help you. Not everybody likes to take medication. Not everybody is able to take medication. Right. And so, and like you said, you can use this along with medication, but I think just having different opportunities and choices to help treat your ADHD is a wonderful thing. You've obviously done your research. You you keep saying slow and steady. And I'm thinking you must have had that in your mind over and over again <laughs> with the patience you must have had to get to where you are today, you know, like doing all of these studies. It'd be hard to be patient. <laughs> like I just want to know, is it working? <laughs> you know? It took some time. That yeah, is for sure. Yeah. And I'm I'm so glad you mentioned it, Nikki, that this is um, I, I've talked about it often. I've been quoted about it that um, 
what I think I might be most passionate about is not to say that this is the best option for everyone. I'm sure for some people, this is not a great option. I'm sure for some people, they want to use it along with medication or therapy. And some people, maybe this is their primary option. The point is to have another pillar of treatment that is scalable. Because the problem is we only have one scalable type of treatment today. It's medication. Um, we have a pretty non-scalable type of treatment, which is behavioral therapy. So most people don't get it. And that's it. And when you have one mode of treatment for, you know, a complex human being and yeah. all the heterogeneity across humans, it's just not enough. So our hope is that this just becomes a really important part um, in the way you both said it, a really important part of what can help people. But it doesn't have to be the silver bullet, doesn't have to be the primary thing. For some people it will be, for some people it won't. You mentioned uh, Android coming soon. Do you have a rough timeline on what soon means no no it's on our it's on our roadmap um we want to we want to do that we know that there's a lot of people who um, primarily use android devices um so we're we're looking at how quickly can we do that and how does that fit in with other priorities to yeah. to really help get this product to people great we so appreciate you doing this eddie thanks for being here and yes, for thank, thank you. you pulling back the curtain this is uh this has been a real treat and a, a truly fascinating product uh, and brand new space. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, absolutely fantastic. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening. We sure appreciate your time and attention. Don't forget, if you have something to contribute to the conversation, we're heading over to the Show Talk channel and our Discord server, which you can access by becoming a supporting member at the Deluxe Level or Better. On behalf of Eddie Martucci and Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next week right here on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast. Thank you.